This is Ask an Academic Auntie, our bonus mini episodes of Academic Aunties, where we take your questions and try to impart a little auntie wisdom. Do you have a question? There's lots of ways to get in touch. Send us a voice message at academicaunties.com slash ask. Message us on Twitter at, at academicauntie or use hashtag hashtag ask an academic auntie. Or you can also send us an email at podcast at, at academicaunties.com. We'd love to hear from you. All right, let's get to today's question. With us today, we have one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, Dr. Tobin LeBlanc Haley, who is an assistant professor of sociology at X University in Toronto. She does fantastic work in critical disability studies and Canadian social policy. Hello, Auntie Tobin. How's it going? <laughs> Thanks so much for having me, Ethel. I feel like I've made it because I'm on your podcast. Woohoo! Yes, and I am so thrilled that you're here today to answer questions from our listeners. So let's just jump right to it. Okay, this question comes from a listener who wishes to remain anonymous. They write, how do I pay my gratitude to my supervisor who has been my constant source of support? She has gone above and beyond to help me survive in graduate school and continues to support me. Any ideas on how I can appropriately show my gratitude to her? I say and write thank you a lot, but I feel it's not enough. I want to give her a small material gift, but I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable as it can be considered inappropriate to give gifts to our supervisors. Any suggestions of this would be very helpful. Thank you. Auntie Tobin, what do you think? This is such a lovely question because, and it's one that, that I had too when I when I finished my doctoral work, I had a very, very supportive, kind and rigorous supervisor. Um, and, you know, this is really something that you grapple with. How do you show gratitude to somebody who really changed your life and helped you get through probably one of the, the toughest things that we do professionally? So, uh, yeah, um, I guess I can talk about sort of what, what I did. I'm not saying that this is... The, necessarily the right thing to do, but it's sort of what what I found to be helpful. Um, and I'll, I'll take this in two parts. One is sort of like actions, and then I'll address sort of the material gift piece at the end. So my supervisor, who for anyone who's listening was um, Dr. Leo Vosco, who's at York, is, uh, was you know, like absolutely essential to me getting through the PhD program. Um, like many of us, uh, PhD was really hard, not just challenging academically, but emotionally. It was, like, it was a difficult time. Um, you know, you don't have any money. I had a baby. Uh, you know, it was, it was a stressful and difficult time. And, and, um, and you know, I was trying to be a better scholar and, and a more rigorous scholar. Of course, you're always trying to get a job. And so having a supervisor who is supportive, who teaches you how to navigate the academic job market, how to position yourself well, is in valuable and who's also supportive and knows that like you're also a human being with a life um so you know it's it's this is a good problem to have um one of the things that i really benefited from from my supervisor was a community of of graduate students who were senior to me who had gone through a lot of the things that i was going through and my supervisor had very carefully cultivated this community of graduate students. And when I had questions, I could turn to this community and ask them questions. And something that I have done now that I'm finished my PhD and I have an academic job um, is contribute as best as I can and, and, and with great willingness to that community. So that if students have, you know, 
want to talk to somebody maybe like outside of, of that particular institution or they want to talk to someone who just finished who sort of understands the stress in this like really acute visceral way, you know, I'm there and I'm willing to have those conversations. And so contributing to the community that my supervisor cultivated as a way of giving back um, has been has been one way that I that I try to show gratitude um, in a, in a side that that's not like buying my supervisor something. I love that answer. I love it because it's not just paying it forward, but recognizing that part of the work of supervision is not just like supervising your academic work, but also cultivating this community of mentorship and care. This is so crucial for us to be able to survive academia. I love that, Andy Tobin. That's fantastic. Thanks. Yeah, and having, you know, a group of people who are more senior to you, but who aren't like your supervisor, although my supervisor, I email her all the time for large and small things, but uh, to go to and say like, hey, you know, this happened, like, can you help me troubleshoot this? Or like, can I just get some support? Uh, has been has been really good to have like a whole community of people. And I think that she really deliberately cultivated that. And so I try to try to give back. Um, in terms of, you know, a gift or, or something material, it, it's a struggle, right? And especially good, kind, critical supervisors who understand the power dynamics between, you know, graduate students and, you know, tenured faculty and who understand, um, you know, especially the financial difference between most graduate students and, and tenured faculty. Um, yeah, this can be really awkward. Uh, what I did was I went to some of my favorite local potters from the community where I'm from. So I'm from Fredericton, New Brunswick in the unceded territory of the Listquay. And I purchased mugs from local artists and I gave those as gifts to my committee, including my supervisor. So I was supporting a local artist. It wasn't a big gift, but it was something from about where I'm from in the community that I came from. And I, I gave those as as gifts. So I think uh, that was uh, something that people appreciated, but didn't make them feel uncomfortable because it, I was sharing a part of like, you know, my community in Fredericton and these, and while also supporting local artists. So that's sort of how I, I got around that. So it's something like that. I love that response because it shows that it's not even about like the material cost of the gift. Because if you buy, say, your supervisor an iPad or something, it'll be like really weird. But <laughs> it's about something that represents you and your community. And it's something that you've thought about as well. So I really like that you, you know, actually researched this and found like beautiful pottery to give your supervisor and your committee. And one thing I'll add, you know, uh, is one thing that I did for my supervisor, Joe Karens, who has been a constant source of support. Honestly, for those of you listening, when you're still picking your supervisor, don't just look at the luster of their academic accomplishments. Think about what they're like as people. Think about whether they're kind and whether they're thoughtful, whether they respond to your emails, whether they're supportive, whether they lift you up. And so with my supervisor, Joe Karens, uh, what I did was I wrote a note, a card, which kind Kind of laid out, you know, my gratitude to him for helping me shepherd what was oftentimes a challenging graduate school experience. And then I gave him a bottle of wine because I know that he really likes drinking wine. He has a wine collection. And what I've heard other people do is, again, they do a little bit of research. They find out what it is that their supervisors like. So some people I know have given tea, right? Because their supervisors have a tea collection. Um, other people I know have given their supervisors cute scarves, cute earrings. Um, it's just little thoughtful things that count 
And I think that's important uh, for us to recognize it's not about the monetary value, but about the thought that comes behind the gift. Um, I mean, what are some of the other gifts that you know that your peers have given Auntie Tobin? Yeah, um, oof, that's a great question. Artisanal chocolate, I know, has been something people have given, you know, because it's small and you're not laying out a ton of money, but it's like a nice thing you don't often buy for yourself. Um, coffee, obviously, like I gave everybody these pottery mugs because all academics are relying on coffee or tea. Um, um, nice, nice calendars, right? Like a calendar for the year. Um, I know some folk have made donations to, you know, uh, community organizations that are meaningful, maybe are related to their work or the work that they've done, especially, you know, those of us who are critical community engaged scholars. Uh, those are some of the things that people have done. Notes, I think, are always appreciated. Um, you know, books that are enjoyable to read, not a copy of your dissertation. Your supervisors read that a hundred thousand times, but like a nice you know, enjoyable, good piece of fiction, maybe, you know, something like that, um, that, that I think people, people could enjoy. That's awesome. And I think, you know, as the final word to this, I'm beginning to supervise and see students who are about to finish. Carl Gardner, who is amazing, my first student, watches work academic aunties listeners. He's amazing. Um, anyway, uh, and as I watch my students start to finish, it makes me feel the passage of time. And what I can say is that, you know, for me, as someone who's now supervising students, I think it's the thought that counts. I think the fact that you're thinking about this shows that you are really appreciative of your supervisor's work. And, you know, if all else fails, I think a really nice note in a nice card is always something most people would appreciate. Wouldn't you say, Auntie Tobin? I wouldn't. And if you have a good relationship with your supervisor like I do, you know, stay in touch. You know, like there's this sort of one moment when you finish your dissertation and you're free from <laughs> the like agony of the of the PhD um, and, and you want to sort of you know, mark this moment with it with a gift to your supervisor and a card, but also staying in touch with your supervisor. I email Leah, not all the time, but sometimes I email her and it won't be necessarily like, oh my God, I have this question, but hey, how you doing? So what's been going on in my life? Here's an updated picture of my kid, you know? And, and then I know, I know that she appreciates that. It's also staying in touch. For sure. I think that is good advice. Thank you so much, Auntie Tobin. Thanks for having me. And thank you for listening to Ask an Academic Auntie. We will keep doing these mini episodes as long as there are questions. So again, please send us your questions for a future episode. Visit academicaunties.com slash ask or come to Twitter and find us at at academicauntie. Thanks for listening.